0: Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Andrew, welcome back. Hey, Tess. How are you? I'm going really well. How are you? It's been a while since uh, we've had you in. It's true. It's true. So, um, all the requisite holiday salutations to people, (laughs) uh, it it was all such a long time ago. It Uh, was. But, you know, I I think people are still kind of winding down. Um, there, There would be lots of... Uh, younger listeners who are getting ready to go back to various academic institutions type of thing... Shout out to all the kids starting kindy, uh, really yeah. get, getting into the academic institutions there. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been nice to have a bit of a break. Final draft's been on sort of a summer session. So thank you for everyone tuning in for kind of a best of. But I've just been enjoying myself. Been doing a bit of reading and, and that sort of thing. <laughs> I am shocked that you've used yeah. your time off to uh, to read. I, did, I do do other stuff, but if I if I say I'm if I don't say I'm reading, people are like, <laughs> "What's up with the book guy not reading?" Uh, so what are we having a chat about today? Well, I mean, look, I've. I've been away, and so I've done a lot of wide reading. So, of course, during the year, I mostly bring new Australian books. So, when I have a break, I try to tend to look at the rest of the world. Um, So, I've I've read things like The Travelling Cat Chronicles, which is this really famous Japanese novel by Hiro Arakawa, uh, which is just fantastic and whimsical. And, I mean... Japanese authors writing about cats is just wonderful. I'm here for it. Yeah, um, I've got, <laughs> I've actually got if cats disappeared from the world uh, on my to read list, which <laughs> which promises to be heartbreaking and tragic. So maybe I'll bring that in for you sometime this year. I will not cope with that. Mm, mm. I also read um, the one of the one of the list shortlist um, authors, Everything Under, by Daisy Johnson, which was fantastic because I was I was in the UK as I'm reading this, and it's set sort of on the canals. And I read A Visit from the Goon Squad by Jennifer. Egan so just these these fantastic amazing prize winning books from around the world um, but it, look, it occurred to me so you know it's a, it's, it's well the day that uh, many people know as Invasion Day, other people call Australia Day incredibly controversial day where um, whatever happens, we are remembering things about our our country, and so I thought why don't we, why don't we talk a little bit about that? Um, and another book that I read was uh Ta-Nehisi Coates' We Were Eight Years in Power. So um, if, you, if you're not familiar, if any of the listeners, listeners aren't familiar, Tanahasi Coates, he is an essayist, he's a journalist and an author. He did uh, a critically acclaimed run on the Black Panther comic series, uh, which was really well regarded. And um, We Were Eight Years in Power, it's a series of essays that explores Coates' reflections on... Being black in America, and these were written for the Atlantic during the eight years of Obama's presidency. Okay, so these were just different reflections on um, on race and being black. So things like you know why don't more um, why don't more black uh, people study the Civil War, and uh, he looks at the impact of incarceration on the black family, uh, and. He intersperses this with his own personal reflections, because in that time he went from being really a struggling writer to being, I, I think he's very, I think he's a little uncomfortable with the term, but, you know, sort of being considered like the premier uh, speaker on race relations in America or something like that. Um, and look, yeah, so he's talking about, being, about, talking about race. And one point that, he, uh, that Coates returns to and that he elucidates is that relations between black and white America and that racism itself in America, it's not this unfortunate series of behaviours. As we often hear racism reflected, you know, there are racists and they do racist things. Deliberately. Deliberately. Um, and sometimes there are racists who don't, aren't aware of their racism and just do it unconsciously. But there are these people. And if you recognise it and you decry it, you're not one of those people. Um And that these relationships, Coates sort of elucidates that these relationships and that the racism itself is actually fundamental to the foundation and ongoing life of the country. So, this is America. And that white prosperity is, in fact, built on dispossession, stolen labor, and appropriated culture. Um, So, I'm reading this and I'm, I'm sort of thinking, well, where does that leave us in Australia? Some 230 years after colonial Britain set their sights on Terra Australis, this, you know, great southern land that they considered to be empty. Yeah, Terra Nullius, of course. Yeah, so the international law, under international law, they 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 declared it to be Terra Nullius. And they colonised in their figuring of things. Um, another way of looking at it was that they invaded a land that was settled by some 250 more, maybe 300 plus countries. Uh, and so we had this current debate because... At the moment, with no treaty between Australia's Indigenous inhabitants and the, the you know, people that have arrived since that invasion, with no treaty, with no prospect of discussion of historic and ongoing dispossession, can we say that we're any different? Can we say that this society that we call our own is, is, not, um, is not built on dispossession, is not built on stolen labour, and is not built on cultural appropriation? Because, of course... We we like to think we're you know we're self-made people and we 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 go at tough things, and, but really could Australia could could modern British Australia you know Australians have survived in this harsh climate without guidance, without knowledge that they acquired from you know welcoming Indigenous inhabitants. So we had this we had I had this interesting thought process, and in the lead up to um, to Australia Day to Invasion Day, however you figure the, this day, I thought I I need to. I need to keep thinking about this. And I wanted to share those thoughts with people. So, I mean, I would definitely recommend getting and reading We Were Eight Years in Power uh, by Tanahasi Coates. You don't have to go to an American author. For this, so, there are great American authors writing about these sorts of issues. but if you want to have um have a look at some of these issues, you could uh, do worse than check out uh, Claire G. Coleman's Terra nullius, which I have spoken to you about on the show you have um f- fantastic fantastic speculative fiction book uh Kim Scott's taboo, which looks at the effects of um, historic the the legacy of frontier wars and mass slaughters um you could read Anita Heiss, the Anita Heiss edited "Growing Up Aboriginal in Australia," or even if you want to broach these topics with your kids, if you've got kids, you could do worse than look at Sean Tan's book "The Rabbits." Oh wow! Of course, yeah. I'd forgotten uh, about that book. So yeah, so in the lead up to January 26th, I I don't I'm not a big celebrator. I I like to get down to Yarrabin if I if I'm um, around. And I like to think about what this means because there's, gosh, there's a lot of talking and there's a lot of shouting. Um, and I'm, I'm a white Australian and I probably think I just, you know, probably just need to shut up and, and think about it and then decide my own position. And this is reading that's helping me do that. So I wanted to share that with everyone. And uh, so what else do we actually have coming up? Well, all right. There's, there's a lot of things um, that are coming up that I've started reading. So, a bit of a sneak preview for the coming weeks. I have got the third installment in a worldwide best-selling series from an Australian author. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so, I think people that are watching new releases will, will know what I'm talking about. Much anticipated third in the series. I've got a thriller about conjoined twins. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Wow. And uh, I've also got a fantastic uh, sophomore uh, second novel from an Australian uh, writer of speculative fiction. And this one's about zombies. So I'm really <laughs> excited. I'm not going to give you names and titles yet because I want them to be a surprise. So I'll be, they'll be coming up on Final Draft. And, of course, I'll be bringing them in for you, Tess. Andrew, thank you so much. It's good to see you again. My pleasure. You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout-out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week? If you want more books, you can tune into Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at two S E R.